0: sugar than a person needs for the whole day.
1: So that's one thing that that could be done but presumably that has to be done on an individual country by country basis. The the report that the WHO have have produced calls for drastic action and says that the solution is for the whole of society to act. How realistic is that?
0: Well it is realistic when we see the enormous consequences of diabetes but also of other chronic diseases like cardiovascular disease and cancer in terms of the health of individuals, the impact on their families who often are thrown in to poverty and on society with the huge cost. Don't forget that just treating diabetes is more than 827 billion dollars every year. So we have to do something. We can't continue like that.
1: I suppose that the the motivation for the question was that, you know, making it a priority is difficult when there are so many other issues that governments are concerned with. Are there any countries that have, have cracked it?
0: It is true that there are competing priorities. That's why we also advocate for treating some of these chronic diseases together and addressing them together. Because if we tackle the rise in obesity, we will have an impact on other chronic diseases, such as cardiovascular disease and cancer, for example. So the, the benefit will be huge. And no country has fixed this problem yet. The rise is still everywhere. But there are some signs of progress in some places. And you mentioned the sugar tax in Mexico, which is a good one. So we believe it's possible to do more. And governments around the world have committed to halt the rise in diabetes in the World Health Assembly just a few years ago. So the commitment is there. We just need to act now.
1: That was Dr. Etienne Krug, the World Health Organization official in charge of leading efforts against diabetes. To the US presidential election now, and we've reported over the last few weeks how unpredictable the 2016 race for the White House has been. The results of the primary election in the state of Wisconsin last night added to the uncertainty, with the leading candidates of both parties losing. In the Democratic Party primary, Bernie Sanders beat Hillary Clinton. What momentum is about is my belief that if we wake up the American people, And if working people and middle class people and senior citizens and young people begin to stand up, fight back, and come out and vote in large numbers, there is nothing that we cannot accomplish. Optimistic Bernie Sanders, but Hillary Clinton still has a big overall lead. Meanwhile, the Republican frontrunner for the nomination, Donald Trump, suffered a heavy defeat to Ted Cruz. Mr Cruz said the result was a turning point.
2: A state that just three weeks ago, the media had written off of three weeks ago, the media said Wisconsin was a perfect state for Donald Trump. But the hardworking men and women of Wisconsin stood and campaigned tirelessly to make sure that tonight was a victory for every American.
1: Part of Ted Cruz's victory speech, Mr Trump described his rival as worse than a puppet who was being used by party bosses to steal the nomination. So let's look at the process and the numbers which might help us understand who could emerge as the winner in the race. Professor Frank Cogliano teaches American history and politics at Edinburgh University in Scotland. So after Wisconsin, does it look like Donald Trump is in greater danger of failing to clinch the nomination?
2: I think so. Donald Trump has a much narrower path to the nomination now than he did yesterday at this time. Um, His defeat in Wisconsin means that he now has to get approximately 65% of the remaining delegates on offer in order to get the 1237 that he needs to win the nomination.
1: And could he do that in terms of the numbers? We should say that for the Republican Party, he needs 1,237 delegates. He's on 740 at the moment. Ted Cruz is on 514. Could he do it if Kasich, John Kasich, and and Maria Rubio's delegates go with with him?
2: Ah, uh, he could, and he could do it simply by winning uh, the majority of the remaining contests, some of which are winner take all. Uh, New York is going to be very important in a couple of weeks' time. It should be said. The uh, the hill is even steeper for Ted Cruz, who needs far more delegates than Donald Trump at this stage. He needs seven hundred seven hundred and twenty three to Donald Trump's four hundred and ninety seven. So they're both in a in a bad way, really.
1: So they're both in a bad way. But the the the, the people who are in the worst position possible are the, is the establishment of the, the grand old party, the Republican Party. If one candidate doesn't win enough delegates, there is already talk, is there not, of an outside candidate being imposed?
2: That's right. We've heard, especially in the context of Wisconsin, that Paul Ryan, who's the speaker,